Awesome. Again, just, uh, it is wonderful to be here this morning. Um, we are in Lent. This is the first Sunday of Lent. Um, we were here Wednesday and had a Ash Wednesday service, and I thank everybody that was able to come. I know some of you weren't able to come, but uh, it was a great way to start Lent off. And, and this morning, our message, we're going to talk about temptation. We're going to talk about Jesus being in the wilderness a little bit. We're going to talk about our wilderness. Um, one good thing, one good thing about getting old is you can look back and there's a few good things about getting old, but one really good thing about getting old is you can look back and you can see the times in your life that the Lord has carried you through. I mean, just think back and think about the times that you couldn't do it on your own and you relied on Jesus and he carried you through. Think back to the time where you were in desperation and he carried you through. Think back to maybe a time that you were having a trial and you grew out of that trial stronger. And this morning we're going to talk more about temptations than we are trials, but I want to tell you the difference really quick. You know the difference between a trial and a temptation? A trial is used to make you stronger. Sometimes we go through trials. And when we come out, we can look back, especially, you know, looking backwards, you know, after several years. You can look back and say, man, that trial, I came, this is what the Lord did through this trial for me. I, I can see now that I'm stronger than I was before the trial. A temptation is not to make you stronger. A temptation is to destroy you. A trial comes from God. A temptation comes from Satan. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of the temptations, we overcome them. We are better off, and God can use those to make us stronger. But don't think that God's tempting you. God never tempts you. Okay, those are the two basic differences. Again, God can use both, but a trial may come from God to make you stronger. A temptation comes straight from Satan. And it's not a sin to be tempted. Sometimes we get and we think, man, I, I, I've been tempted. I know, you know how I know it's not a sin to be tempted? It's because we're going to read here in a minute that Jesus was tempted, and Jesus didn't sin. He lived a perfect life. Before I go on, I am going to read the Scripture, and it comes, from us this, it comes this morning from Matthew 4, and it's verses 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to a holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world, 
and their splendor. And he said to him, All of these I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels waited on him. And this is the word of God for us, the folks of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, again, just come to you to give you thanks, Lord. Thank you for this perfect example that we're reading about, Lord. Uh, I just pray that um, during this message, Lord, your words flow through me. Lord, thank you for being here. Thank you for showing us the way to fight temptation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Again, this morning, it's not really a coincidence that I'm going to talk about the temptation of Jesus. During this time of year on the church calendar, it's kind of what falls in place. Uh, I don't always follow the church calendar, but I think during the seasons, it's important. It's important to realize what we're celebrating. It's important to get ready to prepare us for what's coming in 40 days. It's important for us to get ready for what's coming after those 40 days as we walk these 40 days and become more like Christ. And this morning, we're going to talk about 40 days. I mean, there's nothing... Um, looking at 40 days from this side, it seems like a long time, especially when it's cold and, and we're waiting on spring and... and, and, and other things are going on. Forty days seems like a long time, but when we get to forty days and we look back, we think, man, that didn't last long at all. And it's tradition that uh, during this forty-day time, during Lent, we give things up. We give things up to help us grow closer to God. We can also take things on that helps us grow closer to God. Because during this forty days, our sole purpose is to become more like Christ. Again, the 40 days represents a few things in the Bible, but this morning we'll talk about the 40 days that Jesus was in the wilderness. 40 days. And that's when the devil chose to come and tempt Jesus. And as we begin this 40-day walk, as we begin this 40-day walk, and I think, y'all can hear me, can't you? This mic right here is, can, is it messing up back there? Still warming up? Okay. If it's not bothering anybody else, I'll keep going. Can y'all hear that? Okay. I'm going to keep going then. I'm sorry. But as we begin this 40 days long, uh, walk, and we look at this scripture, there's three points I want us to reflect on as we study. And the first one is, we have to realize that sometimes we're tempted. Sometimes we're tempted. Jesus was in the wilderness. He was tempted. And I'm going to ask you a question as we go. And what I want it to be is a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer it, but I want you to think about it. But when I say, where is your wilderness, I want to think about the things that Satan tempts you with. The things that Satan uses to try to destroy you. And again, I know that being tempted is not a sin because Jesus was tempted. Hey, the second point that I want us to look at is um, when we are tempted, the way we battle is the way Jesus battled. We battle with Scripture. That's why it's so important 
to know his word. If we're going to battle Satan, we have to know what his word says because Satan will come after us even though we're Christians. But when we use the word to battle him, that's our best weapon. And then as we go through this 40 days, what we're looking at is the cross. We're looking at the cross and then the empty tomb. So as we go through these 40 days and we're trying to grow closer to Christ, the hallelujah moment is going to be Easter Sunday morning. But again, the first step to be able to battle temptation is we have to realize that it's happening. We have to realize that it's happening. And what? Satan is tempting us with. You see, being a Christian can be difficult. Again, giving up things that we love during Lent, giving up things that we may uh, be attractive to us in our walk every day that may give us some temporary satisfaction. Sometimes it's hard to give those things up. But I'm here to tell you, even though being a Christian can be difficult, it's worth it. It has eternal value, but it also has value while we walk the earth right now. You see, being, uh, being tempted, having temptation is a part of being a human being. The first thing we see is that we're not alone when we're tempted. We're not alone when we're tempted. The Holy Spirit's still dwelling in us. We still have our relationship with Christ. We still have His words to battle. This, we have His words to battle Satan with. You see, Satan knows our weaknesses. He knows our desires. Where's your wilderness? You see, Satan knows when we're weak. He knows the things that will tempt us, and that's what he uses. He uses our limitations to tempt us. Matter of fact, he'll even question who we are. He questioned who Jesus was. He says, if you are the Son of God, then do this. He does us the same way. If you're really a child of God, God wants you to be happy. Why don't you do this? He makes us doubt who we are. He makes us doubt that we're one of God's, one of God's children. He makes us doubt that. And again, he tempts us with our wants and desires. He did Jesus the same way. Again, he uses, he uses things that seem attractive. You see, Christ desperately wanted to help the poor. He still does. He wants to feed the hungry. And Satan tells him, just, just take this rock. Just take this rock and turn it into bread. Look, think about how many people can be fed. Jesus was hungry. He could feed himself, but he could also feed, about, he could feed the people that he loved just by turning the rock into a loaf of bread. So Satan just looked at him and said, hey, if you just abuse your power just a little bit, look at what all good you can do. Christ also desperately wanted to help the oppressed, and, and Satan tells him, here I'll give you control of the whole kingdom, and the world can be governed exactly as you wish. Simply bow down to me, and we can make this happen. Again, he tempted Christ with what Christ really wanted. Christ wanted people to be, uh, people who were oppressed to be freed. He wanted that. 
And then, also Christ desperately wanted people to stop their religious practices centered around the law and embrace a new covenant that's full of love and grace that He represents. So Satan tests, uh, tempts him by saying, Show them your mighty power, that you are God, and they will have no other choice but to believe. When, you see, Satan used the very things that Christ truly wanted. That's what he tempted him with. That's what he does to us. Things we truly want that may look attractive, that's what Satan tempts us with. They look attractive but the thing about it is, another reason why we've got to hear the Word, we've got to listen to the Word, we've got to walk every day with Christ, we've got to, we, we've got to grow our relationship with the Father is because we've got to know His voice. Again, sometimes temptations, sometimes temptations seem very attractive. But you see, when Jesus was being tempted, when Jesus was being tempted, He knew that was not the voice of the Father because He knew the Father. We have to know the Father in order to know where that temptation is coming from. Again, Satan's real. When, right when we're trying to do the thing that God's called us to do, when we're trying to live out our purpose, that's when we get tempted. You see, Christ was tempted before he started his ministry here on earth. When we're thinking about good, doing good things, we're thinking about starting things, that's when Satan attacks us. That's when he says, hey, this looks pretty good right here. You're wanting to start this ministry. If you just do this, then look. It may be to bring attention to yourself. It may be whatever. It may be to show attention to yourself or somebody else instead of giving God the glory for everything. Because as humans, as humans, sometimes our concerns are more important than what God wants for us. So we have to know what our purpose is. You see, that's the second point of the sermon this morning is Christ did use that. He did use Scripture to battle Satan. He told him, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word of God. Then he says, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. So you can't serve God and serve the devil. You can't serve both. You can't walk the line. You have to choose. I'm going to serve God or I'm going to serve the devil. And when we choose to serve God, that doesn't mean that Satan's going to give up on us. He's still going to tempt us. Jesus tells that Satan, he says, you shall not test the Lord your God. And when Christ used Scripture, he was able to withstand the temptation. And Satan left him. Got to remember, too, that while Christ is fully divine, he's fully divine, he's fully God when he's walked the earth, he's also fully human. He's fully human, just like you and I. He felt pain. He felt pain. He had, he had human characteristics. But he always relied on his relationship with the Father. Sometimes I'm tempted with things that look pretty attractive. Things that look like, what's wrong with it? If I do this, I'm still doing all this stuff for the Lord. Why? You can't do both. Again, you have to commit to serving the Lord. Because if you don't, then when that temptation comes, you're not going to be ready to battle. 
You see, Satan tested or tempted Jesus by distracting him from his purpose. Again, the things that Satan tempted him with looked pretty attractive, but Jesus knew what his purpose was. Where's your wilderness? What does he tempt you with? You see, Christ knew these offers were being made by someone other than his father. You see, he knew his father's voice. He knew scripture. But again, what would it hurt to turn that stone into a loaf of bread? He could feed hungry. See, Christ knows what it's like to be tempted. He knows the power of sin and the hold that it has on us. That's why he came. That was his purpose. He knows that it's power we can't withstand on our own. We have to rely on him. We have to rely on Him to carry us through those temptations. We have to use His Word. We have to use our relationship with Him to defeat the devil. You see, the pull of temptation is mighty and it's powerful. And we can't underestimate it. You see, it's dangerous. Temptation is dangerous. Where's your wilderness? You see, we need to realize what our temptations are. We need to realize what our weaknesses are. And we need to face them. We need to become better at defending our soul. We need to become better at using His Word. And the best way to know that is to know the things that we're tempted with. You see, when we're tempted, we have to follow Christ's example. We need Scripture to find our strength. We need scripture when we're faced with temptation. We rely on God's word. You see, that's why there's such a huge emphasis on Lent, or on scripture during Lent. It's really, we're taking on stuff, we're giving stuff up that, for 40 days, but in reality, we're wanting them to last forever. The things that we give up, the things we take on for Lent, need to be new things in our lives that we do. Uh, you're going to get tired of me telling you about this little they got one-minute TikTok things that I'm doing. I had no idea what TikTok was. I, I, I am on social media, and again, the, some of the students at, at School Challenge, we do it. I've posted four or five of them. I've got over 1,000 views. They're one-minute. All I'm doing is, is I'm giving, I'm reading scripture, scripture. I'm giving a few seconds, seconds of a devotion, and I'm praying, and I'm giving them a word of encouragement. One minute. In less than a week, over a thousand views. They're not tuning in to see me. They're tuning in because they need to hear the Word of God. They need to be encouraged. Some of those thousand people, that may be the only word they hear all week. I don't know. Sometimes we've got to get out of our comfort zone. As we go through Lent and we think about things that we can take on, we've got to get out of our comfort zone. Sometimes we get in ruts, and we just do things the same old way, the same old way, the same old way. And when we do that, we get the same old results, the same old results, the same old results. Sometimes we have to challenge ourselves to try different things. And when we're doing that, and we're doing these things, not I'm not telling you that there's that many views. They're not, again, they're not tuning in to, to, to hear or see me. They're tuning in for this. They're tuning in to hear God's Word can't be about me i tell you all the time it's not about stace it's about grace john 3 30 says that hey we must become smaller and he must become greater so no matter what we do what ministry we take on what way we 
spread His Word. It can't be about us. It's kind of the way the devil was trying to tempt Jesus, was to make it about earthly things. You see, Jesus had a more eternal purpose, and He knew His purpose. He didn't let Satan distract Him. The other thing is, we're never alone. God don't leave us alone. When we're being tempted, we can call on God. The Holy Spirit's just still dwelling in us. His Word's still in us. We're studying the, studying the Bible. We are ready. We are ready, but we can't battle sin without Him. You can't battle sin without Him. We can't battle sin without His Word. We can't battle sin without a relationship with Christ. And we can't battle sin without relying on the Holy Spirit to guide us. You see, because no matter how much we try, we're still human beings. If we, retire, if we just try on our power, we're going to fall short. We're going to sin. You see, that's why Christ came to earth. That's why Christ resisted sin. That's why Christ died on the cross. That's why Christ took our sins to the grave and left them there. And that's why He rose again on the third day. And that's why He's still alive today. Because we can't do it without Him. He came for that purpose. He fulfilled that purpose. We just need to live for Him. No matter my human limitations, Christ died for me. He took my sin away. Praise God, He took my sin away. You see, that, that's why I must live for Him. That's why I must tell others about Him. That's why I must use Christ as my example. You see, my sole purpose in life, the reason why I'm here, is to tell others about Christ's saving grace. It's not about me. It's not about you, it's about Him. Again, we're limited, we're human beings, but when we rely on Him, but when we rely on Him, and our power comes from Him, we can resist the devil, but we can also bring other people in relationship with Christ. When they see Christ in us, when they see Christ in us, and we can point them to the, His perfect example, we can make a difference in the world. If we rely on our power, we can't really do a whole lot. But when we rely on Him, we can make a huge difference. He can make a huge difference. But just remember, as you're walking these 40 days and beyond, And you're tempted, you resist that temptation. Satan's not done with it. He's going to come back. He's going to come back. It's probably going to be when you're at, uh, at your weakest moment. So you've got to rely on the Scripture. You've got to keep that relationship with Christ strong. You have to depend on the Holy Spirit. That's why we need to get in this 40 days. We need to start doing it over and over and over again so it lasts forever. And when He does come to tempt us, that we fight Him with Scripture. We fight Satan with Scripture. We fight Satan with a relationship with Christ. You see, the greatest lesson, we all have wildernesses, but the greatest lesson you can get out of this message this morning rests in the cross of Jesus Christ. It rests where He left our sins. You see, at the end of these 40 days, at the end of Lent, we have Holy Week. And we get to celebrate Holy Week.
During Holy Week, we go from a celebration to Christ dying on the cross to the hallelujah moment on Sunday morning when He's risen again. You see, that's what we really need to remember is we're looking towards, we're looking towards His saving grace. We're looking towards His resurrection. You see, Jesus didn't take the easy road and give in to temptation. He took the hard road, and He did it for you and me. You see, we need to remember the truth as we walk these next 40 days. Each day, we need to get closer to God. You see, that's why Jesus died on the cross. And if we can identify with Jesus' journey to the cross, even just a little bit, we can experience the true depth of what that week really means. And when we feel the power and the joy that comes from Resurrection Sunday, that Christ is risen, Christ is risen indeed, again, that's our hallelujah moment. Where's your wilderness? There's some people here or watching or listening online that may be battling something right now. I don't know. I can't look into everyone's heart. But I just pray for you that if you are being tempted, I pray that you rely on, on Scripture. You rely on your relationship with Christ. You rely on the Holy Spirit dwelling within you to battle I pray that uh, we all take these next 40 days to become more like Christ. I know there's some people who may be listening online or may be here today that don't have that relationship with Christ and they don't know how to fight those temptations because they never entered into that relationship with the one who saved us for our sins. And I, I tell you, I pray this morning that you make that decision. You make the decision to become into uh, a relationship with Jesus. A relationship that lasts a lot longer than 40 days. It lasts an eternity. I pray for us as a church, as we look forward to Holy Week, that we continue trying to reach the lost in our community. Again, our purpose needs to be telling people about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. No matter what we're doing ministry-wise, that needs to be the purpose of every ministry we have. We need to focus on that, again, this 40 days, but even beyond. And that needs to be the focus of what we're doing. Again, if there's anyone here who has not entered that relationship with Jesus Christ, I'd love to pray with you. Again, I can't save your soul, but I can introduce you to somebody that can. If you're struggling with something right now, I'd love to pray with you. Again, I love you. God loves us more than we can even imagine. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, uh, for being here with us, Lord. Thank you for sending uh, your Son. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Thank you for His ministry on earth. Lord, thank you for uh, being there with Him as He battled the devil. Lord, thank you most of all for sending your son to make the ultimate sacrifice. The ultimate atonement. Something we can't do on our own, Lord. He saved us from our sins. 
Lord, I just pray for uh, each person listening or each person that's here today, Lord, I just pray that each day they grow closer to you. And if they haven't entered in this relationship with you, Lord, that they make that decision today. In Jesus' name, amen.